What comes after Bonachari? <laughs> That's true too. <laughs> what what follows the Bonachari? Don't know the meaning Bonachari. Sanyasi. Follows the Bonachari. Previous life he was a Bonachari. This life he is a Sanyasi. Shimon Mahaprabhu Kijani. <laughs> Any question? Are there debates in Nityanagri? <laughs> debates? Philosophical debates? What makes you think that? Because I think like, like in, in this world there are so many opinions on, on the Siddhanta and I wonder if that continues there or if everyone agrees there. Yeah, no, there's some differences here. Mahaprabhu is a preacher, establishing the teachings, the Yuga Dharma, and higher teachings of Ragmarg. There's no requirement for that there. Everyone lives happily ever after. Eternal Navadweep. There's no opposition to the Sankirtan. <laughs> Just like there's no demons. In, uh, in the Brajlila, stories about them, it's thought of rumors, hmm, so that some sentiments may arise. But there's no overt opposition in the, the Prakatlila, the Manifest Lila, and there was the Chandakazi in opposition. There's the debating with the Keshe of Kashmiri and... Uh, the rebellion of the students against Mahaprabhu, the passing of his wife, Lakshmi Priya, hmm. his having to go go uh, go abroad and travel to teach and so forth. So it's these there are certain leelas that are occasional, nimitta and nitya. So the occasional leelas are such and they appear in this world. The whole sannyasa of Mahaprabhu is, is like that, although some say that on the outer petals of the lotus of Nabadvip there's a Jagannath Puri Leela. It's not the, the ideal of the Godias the, who want to worship him in intimacy in Nabadvip as, as Nimai Pandit, Vishwambar, Adasri Krishna Chaitanya. But knowing him as Sri Krishna Chaitanya, the sannyasi, is the way to go there. Hmm. So he's showing the way. So that's not required there to show the way. Hmm. So, same time, of course, those a lot of those leelas are very instructive to us, and very endearing to us. And in one sense, that speaks of the fullness of the prakat leela, the manifest leela. In this world, it has everything is fully played out. Mother Yasoda, for example, in the Krishna Prakatlila, actually has a son. Whereas it said in the Aprakatlila, he's always a Kishore, always an adolescent. She sees him as a child, nonetheless. But the childhood Lilas are not played out as fully as they are in this world. That's why Ananda, Ananda, Vrindavan, Champu, Vrindavan. Uh, 
Kavikarnapur makes a comment that the whole Prakat Lila is for the sake of something of this effect that Mother Yashoda could play out actually being the mother. What's the mother meaning of being a mother if the child's never born? <laughs> that's the that's the whole moment that causes the the Maya, the affection. <laughs> so um so in that sense it can be seen and is often thought of as being more more full. But all of the sentiments that are that are found in those prakartly the the bhava there's there in in the uh, in the Golok and Saitadweep, Nitanabadweep as well. So in that sense there's no there's no difference in substance between the two. It's said somewhere, I can't remember where reading it, but uh it uh is mentioned that the devotees in this world their ideal is to enter the aprakat lila. The term Bhakti Vinotaku was used was Vastu Vastu Siddhi. From Swarup Siddhi. Attaining one's Swarup and participating in the manifest Lila, they want to go to the unmanifest Lila. When the Lila winds up and folds. But the Nitisiddhas in Golok and the Sadhana Siddhas we assume as well they want to come to the Prakat Leela again we're quite well off where we are we just don't realize it something like that is, is, is part, of the, part of the lesson to that but also again the idea that the manifest Leela has as I've sometimes talked about it it's like a film filmed on location which is I don't know if they do that much anymore, but it used to be a thing when we were kids, and it was just filmed on location. It was a extra feature, rather than making props of mountains and so forth. You actually went to the Wyoming, and there was John Wayne with the Indians. That's what my father used to watch. So that was when TVs first started coming around in those days. <laughs> um, so anyway, that was a big feature on location. Um, so the Prakat Lila is something, something like that. After all, it's a, it's called uh, the, the Nara Lila of Krishna. The same holds from Mahaprabhu. Nara Lila means a human-like Lila. And the Aprakat Lila, the unmanifest Lila, is called the Deva Lila. Mm. Nathan Goswami says, uh, I think maybe in Brihad Bhagavatamrita, there's a slight difference. Uh, to give some examples, says the Kadamba trees are bigger there. But the idea is it has some element of, of majesty, comparatively. Hmm. Doesn't get in the way of the intimacy. Hmm. But comparatively, this one is... The, the human-like means sweet. So the Naralila arguably has an element of sweetness to it that is uh, added extra added addition, extra feature. Hmm. Of course, it has the other feature also of the interference by demons, opposition to the Sankirtan. Hmm. It's, uh, it's, uh, there are disturbances and so on. Of course, watching the Krishna Mahaprabhu deal with them is certainly wonderful. 
So they can't be all that bad either if disturbances are only as bad as we don't learn something from them, right? Problems. Something to be learned always. You have the eye to see. The eye of a student. And the Sri Mercy's language to all students forever in this subject. So, no debates with Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya or Prakasana and the Sarasri, they're all outside of Navadvip anyway. The only, of course, there was the Jagai Madai Lila there. That wasn't much of a debate, but there was a debate with Keshav Kashmiri about Sanskrit. Um, a literary debate he had with him and defeated him, of course, thereby revealed himself to be Bhagwan, the, the, the very god of the goddess whom he worshipped, Saraswati, the goddess of learning. But in the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, is thought of as, as Bhagwan and also as worshipper of Krishna. Oh, and Janamastami Mahaprabhu will also be worshipped. Hmm? And he'll also conduct worship. Here, establishing of the supremacy of Bhagavan is part of his Leela Krishna's to Bhagavan Swayam. Hmm? So there's some differences. But... The only debate may be how to serve the best at any given time, something like that, not debate whether or not to serve. Hmm. What else? Yes. Um, so, we, so, so there's, there's kind of, um, eventually there's, we're in, eventually, and Krishna Lila and Gaur Lila, but then I've also heard people refer to um, their time with the Guru as a Lila as well. Could you maybe talk about that a little bit? Like, Well, we tend to see, in an extended sense, our lives in a, as sadhakas uh, under the guidance of our Guru as some kind of extension of the Gorlila, we do all the things that were done in are done in Gorlila. We do Sankirtan, we worship the deity, we honor the Mahaprasad, we study the Bhagavatam. The Gorlila is is and the Navadvitam is said to be Sadhana Siddha Bhumi. Bhumi means land or earth, so the land in which uh, Siddhas play the role of Lila the play of sadhakas. Hmm? So all the siddhas and mahapurus, they're all like sadhakas. Right? They're all worshipping Krishna, they want to attain love of Krishna, even though they themselves are embodiments of love of Krishna. And then another leela of Krishna, which they kind of wake up to and come in and out of the consciousness of we're in the leela. Like I've said, if Krishna was to come, then the wise insight of the Gaudias is that if he's really Krishna, then where is his associates? That's wise because there's there's little meaning to Krishna without his associates, right? Hmm? He is the eye of the devotee who is the beholder. He 
he is the eye of the object. Well, he is what is seen in the eye of the... So the, he corresponds, in other words, with love of God. So if there's Krishna, there has to be Krishna Prem. Hmm? There has to be, if there's to be rasa, then there has to be the, both, right? The shelter of love and the object of love, the vessel of love and the object of love. So this is a wise insight. Hmm? And they, you can imagine, they pondered, well, where are the associates? And then, as I said, they realized, we are the associates. We're in another leela. And then the yoga maya will come and cover it, and, and they're worshipping Krishna and so forth. So it's a very special leela, but what we do is we, we're following the same thing. Hmm? We, we think that, our, that, that this, uh, the associates of Mahaprabhu forming these various lineages, hmm? he said... He said by Jiva Goswami in his uh, Sarvasambhadini commentary to the Satsandarva, Jiva Goswami describes Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as the founder of his own sampradayas, lineages, hmm. unique. Hmm. And um, so, so many lines flowing from the associates of Mahaprabhu, from Nityananda, from Srivas, from Gadadhar, from the Rups and Atam, so forth. Hmm. And, and and these are like like channels or something, right? So this, so the what's coming through there is not the same the whole of the Gorlila. So it, it, it's just an ex, in a sense an extension of that. The parampara hmm, in Gaudi Vaishnavism represents an extension of that. And the, and oftentimes it used to be for many many years and centuries that they would all live in the Dom. In other words, the, the Leela just goes on in a sense. And the lineage continues it, and the worship of the deities continues in the temples, and Sankirtan practice goes on, and so on and so forth. Hmm. And Mahabharata was present in the form of his name, and Krishna is present in the form of his name, and Amsankirtan is the method. So the idea then that the Guru Parampara is like an extension of the Gaur Leela is, is, is more readily perhaps uh, understood or it's more readily thought of in that way when it all stays within within the Dham. Hmm? And you then you go and you live in the Dham to be a Godi of Vaishnav. Hmm? Where is the Dham? The Dham is the abode of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, hmm? Navadip. And it's this it's the lotus within the lotus of Krishna Leela. So you're there. Hmm? Right? Um, so, it's thought of in this way, and appropriately so, that this is the extension. I'm in, I've entered in to the extension of the, of the ongoing Gorlila. And, and, the, and, the, and the previous, so to speak, uh, Lila performed by the associates in person is thought to be invisibly, so to speak, going on there and to be seen from time to time in that place to be revealed and so forth. Um, so, uh, in, in effect, as I say, the, the Guru Parampara, our connection with that is an extension of that. Now, that idea gets a little bit more extended, I believe, and maybe more difficult to, to wrap your head around when the gurus are going to Alaska and, and uh, China and 
other parts uh, outside of the Dham. Right? Not only are they going like Prabhupada did from the Dham, from he was living in Brindavan Dham, and he went to Boston. Right? So that's one thing. And there he's like, you know, like a satellite, like an emissary of the Dom. Where he goes, he creates a little Dom, right? He brought his Radhakrishna deities. When he first came, he had a Bhagavatam and his cartels. Um, so, okay, but now it gets further extended. That the gurus are born in Brooklyn, you know, <laughs> or whatever. And so then it may be that the idea gets a little more extended and harder to make that connection as readily in one's mind. And there, hence the question, so to speak. Um, But, of course, there is the the precedent for that. Uh, Rup Sanatan, for example. Well, they were born in Ramkeli. They were born in South India, or their parents were born in South India, I think. I don't know, is Ram Ram Kaili within the Dom? Perhaps. Anyway, some of the associates of Mahaprabhu appeared outside of the Dom, like, well, Gopal Bhatta Goswami appeared in South India, for example. Hmm? That's a different country within India. At the time, that was a foreign country from Bengal. Uh, Sri Rangam, South India. Mm. And uh, I mean, these are the days where the, the principal, if not only means of long distance conveyance, was your feet. Mm. So it's so a long distance, just like going to the moon or something. Right? It's going to take, you know, years to go there, mm. to walk from Bengal to South India. Mahapu took it was a two, something like a two year journey to go down one year walking one year coming back hmm. how far could you go in one year in space I guess it depends how fast you go huh? hmm. it doesn't take that long to get to the moon does it no that's the Nancy of Canada I think it took him three or six months to walk across Canada uh-huh. so there we go anyway um, some of the point anyway some of the associates of Mahaprabhu were born outside of the Dham and so then the people had to, in the tradition had to think about that because if Mahaprabhu comes he comes with his entourage associates and in the geographical area demarked as his Dham hmm? In other words, when he was here, that's the Dom. Vrindavan's another Dom. Puri's another Dom. So it's not limited to a geographical area. That's another point. That's a a Dom operad, to think that the Dom is limited by a geographical area. So you see my point is extending here, that the idea of the extension of the Dom from a substance point of view, a consciousness point of view, which is what it is. It's Krishna consciousness. Hmm? It's not... American consciousness or Bengali consciousness, hmm? um, and then and then living in a geographical area, it's Krishna consciousness or consciousness. Wherever you're living, 
And if you're living in the Dom, geographically speaking, so to speak, well, then that, that should promote that, that much more readily. Hmm. Um, it's a powerful place for promoting that. And so on. So at any rate, some of the associates, they appeared in this world outside of the Dom. In other words, Krishna's coming as Gore, Krishna. And his associates are coming with him, right? Where do those associates live? Uh, Brajendananda and Krishna. They live in Vrindavan with him. Hmm? They're not like living somewhere else. It's not like um, some Manjari's living, you know, over in Dwarka or something like that. Hmm? So when they come, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu comes, and uh, Nityananda Prabhu in the Dham, so all of the associates come. But we find some are outside of the Dham. So that's perplexing. Why would they come outside of them? The point being what? That Mahaprabhu's descent in this world also includes an element and in no small measure of dispensation, dis- distribution. Mm-hmm. Indeed, Navadvip Dham is said to be non-different from Vrindavan Dham. The bhavas are the same. But the element of Audarya, which is one of the qualities of Krishna, is accented. Mm-hmm. And Madhurya then is 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 combined with Audarya magnanimity, such that the the, the the proper understanding of Krishna Lila is, is widely circulated, and thus the opportunity to enter there. Hmm? That's why it's important to know the Siddhanta. Hmm? You know where you're going, how to get there, what the ideas. You know, I gave a talk the other night. Who knows what they thought? <laughs> They liked some of it, they liked maybe all of it, but then what did they understand, right? Hmm. I'm talking about some other realm and Vatsalya, Dasya, Sakya, Madhurya. Hmm. We, we try, we give some idea, create some Sukriti, hmm. gradually, gradually get a theory, get a handle on that, that how to practice and so forth. Hmm. So at any rate, distribution, systematic distribution of the of the the Braj Prem Golokeru Premodhan Haridam Sankirtan Martam Thakur says that the, the wealth of Prem that is the uh, the Prem that is the wealth of Goloka that is being distributed by Mahaprabhu through his Nam Sankirtan. It comes from Goloka's Nam Sankirtan. It takes a certain shape here and and it's widely circulated. So for the sake of such distribution it was thought then some of the associates appeared outside of Navadvip. Like Upabhata Goswami. Maybe Ravanath Bhatt also, maybe he was born in Benares, and his father, Tapanish, was there. Haridas. Bangladesh. So, anyway, some. Some associates. And thus the extension of that idea is what, of course, that there are devotees of Mahaprabhu hmm, with bhakti sukriti, bhakti standing in bhakti from previous lives, taking birth in different countries. Hmm. By the transcendental arrangement, the great ambassador of bhakti, Krishna bhakti property came, finding them, collecting them. Hmm. Others similarly, and so, and wherever they are, they create an environment hmm, 
uh, that uh, in essence is the environment of the Dom. What is the Dom? It said, if you go to a holy place and bathe in the sacred rivers, but you don't take association of the saintly people that live there, you're no better than a cow or, or, or an ass that bathes in the river. Hmm? You didn't, you didn't take, weren't able to take advantage. So the, when, when Vidura, hmm, of the Mahabharata, um, wanted to go on pilgrimage, Yudhisthira was very attached to him because hmm? he was such a great devotee. And um, still he wanted to go on pilgrimage, but Yudhisthira tried to stop him hold him back by his affection. And they said, Bhavad Bidha Bhagavatas Tirtha Bhuta Swayambhivu Tirtiku Vanti Tirtani Svantastena Gadabrita. Vidura was a bit of a scholar, but he was upstaged by the king, Yudhisthira. He said, you are a place of pilgrimage because wherever you go, you carry the Lord in your heart. So there's no need for you to go on a pilgrimage to a sacred place you are the sacred place. Hmm. So, in that sense, then, then our present involvement with our guru, with his or her ashrams, if he or she has them, may not have them. It's not that you have to have an ashram. Um, you can just give the teachings. Hmm. You have to have some place to live, of course, and a few students to to, to uh, um, assist. Hmm? And from there, you write, for example, write books, teach, pre- preaching goes out in some way. Hmm? People come visit for a day or two, go away, you don't manage their lives or anything. You just teach them bhakti. So you can do like that. That's more or less trouble-free. Trouble hmm? They've got nothing to complain about except they want to complain. They don't like the philosophy. That's their choice. And then that's their, their, their misfortune. Hmm. But at any rate, that place then, that's a holy place. Hmm. Um, and so in this way, our Guru Parampara, our connection with our Guru is our connection to the way there's so much the teaching, the Practically, by example, of Mahaprabhu, the way, the method, to his madness, he, he personified the method also. Hmm? And so, the our connection with the Guru Parampara, as much as we want to take advantage of that, in a sense, we're, we're, we're being encouraged to and facilitated to enter into an extended manifestation of the Gore Leela. And we do all the things that are done in Gore Leela. Hmm. Does that help? Hmm. And so sometimes it's, it's, it's thought that that being the case, hmm, just as we take the, 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 the form, the Sadaka Deha of the Guru, hmm, and the Sadaka Deha of the Guru is put into what we call the Samadhi, hmm, so it's a certain ceremony, and then rather than the cremation of the body, which is the norm, the body is preserved because the idea is it's been fully used only 
for spiritual purposes. All this, the senses have been only in touch with sense objects for the purpose of pleasing, satisfying, serving the senses of Krishna. Hmm? So, it has some sense of eternality, even though it passes, hmm? if you will, it's preserved and a kind of a tomb or a shrine is formed and then remembrance of those who have the experience of the form of their guru, the qualities of their guru and so forth, all these things will call eternality in our own lives. Hmm? And those same qualities and feelings in our lives. So the, the sadhaka deha, the perfected sadhaka deha of, of the guru, has is in, in some way eternal. It's not that, oh, he died. He's not his body, so we won't think about that body anymore, and that's gone. No, we, we take the picture. Now in modern times we have photography. Hmm? We take the picture and we try to preserve that that memory. Hmm? In previous times there may have been paintings, but you know, it wasn't as readily facilitated. But but they made the samadhi. Hmm? They might take the japamala and put it there in the samadhi, hmm? or other artifacts. Hmm? And um, there's a samadhi, the danta samadhi, in 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 Vrindavan, the tooth of Gadadhar Pandit. There's a samadhi for his tooth. So, someone got the tooth and held onto it, and then made a samadhi. So people go there and they try to get the blessing of the of the. It's transcendental, as someone recently said on, on, on our forum. You understand? <laughs> so even his teeth are <laughs> worshipable, something like that, because they were only used to chew on prasadam. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so um, and this is not a idea that's exclusive to, to Gaudiya Vaishnavism, I mean, in a sense. You know, I think they did in the Catholic Church, preserving artifacts of the saints and so forth and so on. Um, because that person, in that form and appearance, really only properly understood and associated with called us to eternity and, and more. Hmm? Hmm? To real being, real knowing, and real loving. So it, the implication is that it is also eternal. Hmm? It's kind of a transubstantiation of the material element transubstantiated, so the substance is transformed into, for all intents and purposes, something spiritual, which means that just the remembrance of that then brings, um, calls eternity into our own lives. So, extending that idea, that philosophical idea, then we make the case to some extent, for example, that the ashram or the place, the seat, hmm, that tree under which the Buddha sat or something like that, to cross over to another cultural, spiritual tradition, same principle, that place is worshipable. So in our sense, in our case, it's worshipable. It is an extension of the of the Dom. Hmm? And here is a form, and just like 
Rupa Manjari has a sadhaka day that he appears in, in the Gorlila, as Rupa Goswami. And it's said that in the Nitya Lila of Navadvip, Rupa Goswami, Sanatana they all appear there as young Brahmin boys. They look like Rupa but they're younger, no wrinkles, something like that. So, so we can enter into the Navadvipa Lila in the same way. Have a birth as a young Brahmin boy and in in Nadia assist eternal associates and that and that, will our guru be there? Well, if he's not then we don't want to go. Hmm. Right? So that's the spirit, so of course. And so then his associates, her associates will be there, and the implication is that what the seat, the place, that, that this is the extension of the Dom, there'd be some representation of that as well. So you are you're at Odarya, you're already there. Now you just have to take advantage of it and realize it, wake up to that fact, and so forth. And the floor will talk to you. The doors will talk to you. Where are you going? The doors will say. Reminds me of a story um, that uh, Govinda Maharaj, Bhakti Sundar Govinda Maharaj used to tell. He's the successor of Pujapad Bhakti Raksha Goswami Maharaj. And he told of times in uh, in the Mott there, Chitana Saraswat Mott, they were so poor, hmm? a small group of living there with, with Pujapatrita Maharaj, they were so poor that they couldn't get enough, they didn't have enough money to get rice, even. I mean, rice, like, you know, that's like all over the place in Bengal. Hmm? That's, the, that's the main food. He said it was so difficult. Hmm? that sometimes we couldn't even get enough rice. That's a big thing. That means someday we couldn't even eat. It's like if you go to South India and they say, you know, rice means you want lunch. Rice, isn't it? And then they give rice and other other things too. Rice is the main meal. In North India it's chapatis, something like that. Punjab it's this corn rotis or something. So over here it's unmentionable things that uh, constitute the main meal and everything else is just, you know, a wrapper or an accoutrement. So at any rate, rice. He said we couldn't get rice. And he's remembering it. And he was robust in figure. (laughs) So you can imagine. There's pictures of him earlier on, quite a bit thinner. (laughs) We couldn't get rice, sufficient rice to feed everybody in the month. Hmm. He said it was so difficult that I thought of I should I, of leaving, but I went and I talked to the trees there, hmm. and they wouldn't let me go. Hmm. The trees would not let me go. Somehow they said to him, they pressed upon him, "We're not going anywhere. If there's a drought." We're still here. We will die here. Hmm. This is the place of our guru. This is the holy place now. Hmm. We're no longer ordinary trees. Hmm. Something like that. Hmm. So he stayed. Hmm. Eventually he became a winner of rice and brought much opulence <laughs> to the to the to the Chaitanasaraswat Mat and fed so many devotees. Hmm. He was always very happy to see all the devotees fed very, very nicely. Hmm. 
there's some history to that. Huh? So, um, so yeah, the place is uh, alive like that. If we're listening, hmm. and we can see the other, you know, the trees, the plants, yeah, their their features. They're not going anywhere. It's only us that has a, this flittering kind of mind. Hmm. Of course, you don't live here, but I mean, you don't you don't go away from the concept, the ideas, and. And you carry that with you and so forth wherever you go, or you travel everywhere and, and share that this idea. Take care of yourself, travel, preach, come, give a seminar, go to the next place, next place. Mm-hmm. With the sannyasis, traveling preachers, their only duty, take care of yourself and be spiritually fit. Chant, read, mm-hmm. have time to yourself and come out. Give a course, help, next. No worries. No worries. No pressure. Just like, there's a beautiful. You should do like that. No obligation. Obligation only. Be spiritually fit. Anyway, a little side. I don't think you'll be taking sannyas soon. So, um, does that answer your question? What your question was, how is the guru? Like, how is the, like, how is the idea of Leela, like, guru, Leela, carry on? So something like that. It's like we enter the Leela of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Some representation of our Gurudev will be there in form. It's similarly in Krishna Leela also. Hmm. Then, as far as right now, right here, right now, it's kind of how you're talking about it. That's how we look at it, something like this, some extension of the Gore Leela. Peter Marsh used to talk about the Leela of Gaudiamath, hmm, mission. And he said, and in the Leela, some people have to wear white hats and some people have to wear black hats. Hmm. And so that's how he looked at the confusion after the disappearance of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, and there was disturbance in the mission and conflict, and some people even when it went went against Bhakti Siddhanta. Mm-hmm. It's famous historical, in one sense, unfortunate event. But he, by this time in his life, he looked at it. We should see like that. He taught us. You should see your Gurudev's associates. Mm-hmm. In, a, in this kind of light, they're arguing with one another. They have different opinion. It's also something. Mm. Some people have to be, you know, in order for the leela to play out, and for the for great devotees to emerge from within the fold, mm. who are just other students of Bhakti Siddhanta, like Prabhupada emerged, became. And no one was surprised. The other elements that required some opposition. The breaking, the folding of the whole Gaudiya was necessary for that to come out, something like that. He, he taught us to look at it in a very well, more uh, spiritual light. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Krishna moving them in different ways, and so you have this Gandhila, and, and it's, fa- it's a fact. I mean, it's a fact. This Gandhila played out, if you will, in a certain way. And that, in relation to Sridhar Maharaj, that I could, had to take exception to. Hmm. Unless they took exception to me. And 
here we are. And it's been great for me. It hasn't been easy always hmm. to be shunned by all of your sense, associate friends and people you serve shoulder to shoulder with. Hmm. But that's what it was like. Hmm. 98%. There was a few others. But we are independent, so... So in a sense, we were, we were alone on, this, on the ground of our faith in the whole concerted mission against what we were, our thinking, our questioning. But necessity, is, as it is saying, the property used to invoke is the mother of invention. So when, for example, I, Pujapachita Maharaj told me you form some mission, do something for your Guru Maharaj, and I'll be here in the background. So doing that, then I thought we need, you know, we need some books. So that time, the Prabhupada's book trust in Iskon would not sell me his books to sell books to the public. That's how bad I was <laughs> in their estimation. So then I thought, well, we've got to have books. So I guess I better write books. I had never written anything but a letter, and only a few of those. Then I had no education in writing or anything like that. But as they say, the adage is, and it's, 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 it holds true in this case, that necessity is the mother of invention. So I invented myself <laughs> as an author. And I also thought at the time that, that maybe create a writing congregation. This is my thought from the beginning. Hmm? People running here and there, initiating whatever moves and whatnot, and and you have so many troubles that come with that. Hmm? People join for less than fully correct, well thought out reasons, and and then when it's not what they thought it was, even though you try to make it as clear as you can, then you're criticized for it and so forth. It's a lot of trouble. Hmm? So I thought, let me make a, a literary contribution, which Prabhupada wrote in his books as the first thing that Acharya should do, make a literary contribution. So let me make a literary contribution, write, and get a writing congregation. It means a re- excuse me, a reading congregation, so that people would come on the basis of reading the texts. Not come, but just identify. Hmm. They didn't even have to come. Just they would get the point from the book and 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 make a connection that way. Hmm. That was my original idea. So then I began to write. But, as I say, that there was considerable negative impetus for that. But as good as any of my books might be, as much as they may have helped anybody, well, we owe, we owe a debt to those who acted in such a way that it served as a negative impetus for me being in that situation, having that necessity. So from the broader perspective, without the Judas... There'd be no crucifixion. Without the crucifixion, there would be no salvation, no resurrection. From the Western Savior perspective, so this is this is the this is the Uttam Bhagwat perspective. Everything's right. Whose fault was it that she left? Who says it was a fault? That's another perspective. <laughs> People move according to their faith. That's the higher harmony. 
go into their face, people are moving. What can be done? Hmm? You share the face, and accordingly, people digest, take advantage to one extent or another, and they move. It's the higher harm, and that's no problem. Hmm? It's as it should be. Then we come from a Madhyam perspective, and then we have to find the fault and straighten it out and preach and, and so on and so forth. That's valuable also for teaching. Hmm? But sometimes the Uttam perspective is also very, very helpful. Hmm? You understand? Everyone's moving according to their faith. Okay, how can it be otherwise? Jiva has will. Are we going to do away with it? I tend to let people do. If you want to come, come. If you want to go, you go. I mean, you can grab them and shake them and don't go. I mean, there's some place for that too, <laughs> obviously. Mm. But then people may criticize you for that. <laughs> mm. say, oh, I didn't stop him from going, so why criticize me? You want me to honor him? Her, whatever? I did. Mm. He wanted to go. Why blame me? So, so many different perspectives, you follow? Hmm? Basically, we talk about the Madhya perspective, Madhyam perspective, which is very good for teaching, and the Uttam perspective, which is a little beyond us, but nonetheless is is the bigger picture, is the reality we want to enter into. Hmm? And we see so many, so many, so often, that out of something that we're very concerned and disturbed about, something very wonderful arises out of it. Some insight, some teaching, it causes someone to move in such a way that they wouldn't have moved otherwise and do something wonderful. How can we not think then that God's hand is behind it all? That's very peaceful. So why not the distribution of Mahaprabhu's mission and so forth over the generations be thought of in this way as the extension of the gore? Leela and the Leela and do itself. As I say, Sri Ramar taught us the Godimati like Leela should be thought of. Hmm. Guru, associates of the Guru. Hmm. Some may misbehave and that will be good for you. And you have such a good lesson as to how not to be. If you want to learn, there's no shortage of teaching. There's no shortage of knowledge. It's everywhere. Hmm. If you have an eye to learn, to serve, hmm. the example of how to be, how not to be, there's just, just there's no shortage. Hmm. I've thought at times to take those who have opposed me the most and keep their picture on my desk, garland it. Hmm. How much it has been helpful. Tate nukampam susamikshamana bhunadma ebatmakritam vipakam hridvadvapubi hridam namaste jiveta yomogdipade sadaya bhak. This is how we go back to God. Hmm. What else? What's the time? Okay, we'll stop there. Sriman Mahaprabhu Chaitanya Dev ki jai. Shri Netananda Abhut ki jai. Panchatatu ki jai. She see Dauji Gopal ki jai. She see Radha Madhava ki jai. Udi Vaishnava Guru Parampara ki jai. Gaur Bhakta Brinda ki jai. Gaur Premanandi.